welcome to the fifth show of the Lifespring Why Christmas show for 2010. I'm James Cooper from whychristmas.com, the Christmas information site. Well, we've reached the halfway point of December and also we're halfway through this year's shows. Remember, on our Christmas Day show, we're going to be telling you our favourite Christmas jokes and learning how to say Happy and Merry Christmas in a few different languages. We'd love to hear your favourite Christmas joke, or if you know how to say Merry Christmas in a different language, please contact us. You can call the Lifespring listener line at 951 732 or send an email with an audio file or a normal email to steve at lifespringmedia.com or to me at info at whychristmas.com. Today we're going to be looking at why Christmas is celebrated on December the 25th. There's certainly no date given in the Bible for the birth of Jesus, so why do we celebrate it then? Over to you, Steve. Well, the first recorded date of Christmas being celebrated on December 25th was in 336 AD in the time of the Roman Emperor Constantine. He was the first Christian Roman Emperor. A few years later, Pope Julius I officially declared that the birth of Jesus would be celebrated on the 25th of December. There are many different theories as to why Christmas is celebrated on December 25th. A very early Christian tradition said that March 25th was the day when Mary was told that she would have a very special baby, Jesus. This is of course called the Annunciation, and it's still celebrated today on the 25th of March. Nine months after the 25th of March is, you've got it, the 25th of December. March 25th was also the day some early Christians thought the world had been made and also the day that Jesus died on when he was an adult. December 25th might also have been chosen because the winter solstice and the ancient pagan Roman midwinter festivals called Saturnalia and Dies Natalis Solus Invicti took place in December around this date, so it was a time when people were already celebrating things. The winter solstice is the day where there is the shortest time between the sun rising and the sun setting. It happens on December 21st or 22nd. To pagans, this meant that the winter was over and spring was coming, and they had a festival to celebrate it and worship the sun for winning over the darkness of winter. The Roman festival of Saturnalia took place between December 17th and 23rd and honored the Roman god Saturn. Dies Natalis Solus Invicti means birthday of the unconquered sun. It was held on December 25th when the Romans thought the winter solstice took place. And it was the birthday of the pagan sun god Mithra, In the pagan religion of Mithraism, the holy day was Sunday and is where we get that word from. Early Christians might have given this festival a new meaning to celebrate the birth of the Son of God, the unconquered Son. In the Bible, a prophecy about the Jewish Savior, who Christians believe is Jesus, is called Son of Righteousness. Well, that's the 25th of December, but Christmas had also been celebrated by the early church on the 6th of January, when they also celebrated Epiphany and the baptism of Jesus. Nowadays, Epiphany mainly celebrates a visit of the wise men to the baby Jesus, but back then it celebrated everything. Jesus' baptism was originally seen as more important than his birth, as it was when he started his public ministry. But soon, more people wanted a separate day to celebrate his birth. And the 25th of December isn't the only day that Christmas is still celebrated around the world. Most of the world now uses the Gregorian calendar, implemented by Pope Gregory XIII in 1582. Before that, the Julian or Roman calendar was used. That was named after Julius Caesar. The Gregorian calendar is more accurate than the Roman calendar was, because that had too many days in a year. 
When the switch was made, 10 days were lost, so that the day that followed the 4th of October 1582 wasn't the 5th, but the 15th of October 1582. Many Orthodox and Coptic churches around the world still use the Julian calendar, and they celebrate Christmas on the 7th of January, and the Armenian church celebrates it on the 6th of January. Interesting. Now, we're in the year 2010, so that must mean that Jesus was born 2010 years ago, right? Well, no. The monks who originally attempted to calculate the date of Jesus' birth got their math a little bit wrong. <laughs> That's pretty complicated. Jesus was probably born slightly earlier than the year in 5, 6, or 7 BC. So that's the date. But what about the event itself? That's what today's part of the Christmas story is all about. At this time, the land where Mary and Joseph lived was part of the Roman Empire. The Roman Emperor Augustus wanted to have a list of all the people in the empire to make sure they paid their taxes. He ordered everyone to return to the town where their families originally came from and enter their names in a register or census there. Mary and Joseph traveled a long way, about 70 miles or 115 kilometers from Nazareth to Bethlehem, the town where Joseph's family came from. Most people walked, but some people had a donkey to help carry the goods needed for the journey. Joseph and Mary traveled very slowly because Mary's baby was due to be born very soon. When they reached Bethlehem, they had trouble finding somewhere to stay. So many people had come to register their names in the census that every house was full and every bed was taken in all of the spare rooms. The only shelter that they could find was with the animals, in a cage, stable, or in the bottom floor of a house where the family animals were kept. So, in this unclean and probably smelly place, Mary gave birth to Jesus, the Son of God. It was the custom to wrap newborn babies tightly in a long cloth called swaddling clothes. People thought it helped you grow straight arms and legs. Jesus' bed was the manger, the animal's feeding trough. So that's how Jesus was born. Not in a big palace, but in a very humble and probably dirty place. And the Bible doesn't really give us any more details about it. However, we do know that Mary and Joseph had to travel to Bethlehem to take part in the Roman census. Not because of its reputation for maternity care. The census was the first of its kind and was taken so the Roman government could tax everyone in their empire correctly. Jewish families had to register in their historical tribal town rather than where they actually lived. Joseph and the pregnant Mary lived in Nazareth, but since Bethlehem was the town that Joseph's tribal family came from, it was also the town of the royal family of David, they had to travel to Bethlehem, a journey of about 70 miles or 112 kilometers. The journey would have taken them about three days on foot or donkey. In those times, motels, hotels and inns didn't really exist. You normally stayed with your extended family. Most families also shared their houses with the animals that they kept. The people slept on an upper level within the house and the animals lived on the ground floor and were used as an early kind of central heating. Bethlehem would have been really crowded for the census because it was the home or historical town for many people. So all the houses and certainly all the upper levels would have been full. 
So Mary and Joseph had to sleep with the animals, either in a very crowded and smelly lower level of a house, or out in a stable, cave, or even in a covered market stall that sold animals for food. Not exactly hygienic hospital conditions, and with no proper crib available, the newborn baby boy was placed in a manger or feeding trough. If you'd like to know some more about this part of the Christmas story, then head on over to the story section of whychristmas.com. Thanks James. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. We're going to leave you with a beautiful version of Silent Night, recorded especially for the Lifespring Why Christmas show a few years ago by my friend Carmen Tyler, who's playing Mary in our version of the story. Make sure you keep listening because we'll be back with more great stuff about Christmas very soon. For James Cooper, I'm Steve Webb. Stille Nacht, heilige Nacht, alles läuft, einsam wacht, nur das Stream.